You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast. This week's episode, I've got Tracy Goodwin on. She's an amazing voice coach, and we have a seriously awesome conversation. Stop everything that you're doing and take note of this episode. I had a massive breakthrough on this episode. Um, we talk about your greatest asset, which is the voice, and how your voice will determine your success or not, because it's everything that you do, yeah? You're communicating, just like I'm communicating to you right now. You create content and you're communicating. You're presenting, you're communicating, you're coaching your clients, you're communicating, you're using your voice in everything that you do in your business. Now, what happens a lot of the time is we hold back from really sharing our true voice because we're afraid of judgment, right? I know if you can relate to that, have you ever held back from really sharing how excited you are or have you ever held back from sharing how frustrated you are or how angry you are or how joyous you are? We've all done it. But think what happens a lot of the time is on social media because the whole world is open to us and we're we're so fearful of the judgment that what we do is we tone down our voice a little bit. And what we do instead is we focus on getting the words right, but we pay less attention to how we're speaking, the emotions that we're using, the dynamics that we're using. And this thing here will keep you bland if you're doing this. If you keep holding back, it'll keep you bland. And all your content won't get engagement. Your coaching clients won't get amazing results. And when you present, people just you know, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was okay. So this conversation here, we're going to talk about how to change all that. We're going to, um, you're, going to you're just going to learn heaps. Let's just get in. You know, enough from me, enough talking, Luke. Let's get into this thing. So enjoy. This is a cracker. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts, We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. Um, Tracy, I saw you speak at... BBD Live, which um, was such a cool talk. I, I I wrote down your name from that because I'm like, oh, I'd love to get you on to, to speak about your craft, which is the voice. Really interesting yeah. topic and subject because you don't hear a lot of people and coaches talking about it, yet it's like everything. <laughs> Communicating with people, it's using our voice. So, um, oh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of have a chat to you about what, uh, how you approach it. I mean, you talk about the psychology of the voice and ultimately from, um, you know, a lot of my audience listening to this, coaches growing their business. I think, okay, how can their voice impact their business? Well, it impacts basically everything. It impacts how they, um, they create their content. So, you know, if they're, they're voicing um, effectively or ineffectively, that'll have a difference with connecting with their audience. Um, with engagement, um, also when they're coaching their clients, and then you've got presenting. So kind of all these three topics, definitely going to help their content, um, uh, definitely coaching and then presenting. And I guess underlying all of that is 
connecting with their audience, their true target market, their ideal client. So I just, you know, I was, I was having my smoothie this morning, which I've been having for 15 years, probably the same smoothie, yeah. And um, I was actually wondering, like, what what actually got you into doing what you're doing? So how did you come to want to have an understanding around, like, the psychology of, of the voice? I was initially a typical, what I would call a typical voice coach, meaning I would do typical voice technique. And I specialized in, I actually specialized in teaching actors dialects and taking dialects away from business people because that's what we did 30 years ago. In fact, one of my first corporate companies, big company, they brought me in to coach the C-suite because they had Texas accents and there was a perception there was noise around how those Texans like me yeah. were going to sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I was doing all of this dialect work, I kept thinking, why do the Irish sound Irish and I sound Texan? It became a fascination with me. Mm. And I thought about the way that I taught the actors Irish and the way that I taught the actors Irish or New York or Australian mm-hmm. was a form of placement, meaning I can just shift me face, I can shift me placement, and I can become Irish. Oh, that's so cool. And I thought, okay, how does that happen? Mm. And what I realized is sense of belonging, Luke. The Irish baby needs to fit into the Irish family. The Texas baby needs to fit into the Texas family. So the subconscious hears the mother and directs the face, the facial placement, to create the dialect. Really? So it's, and I thought, yeah, okay. I wonder... Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, so it's how you hold your yeah, face. Yeah, and so I thought, that, and that's the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into it, because I was a typical dialect teacher working with actors, and then I made this discovery, and I thought, I wonder if there's something more. I wonder if this is way bigger. And so I started testing and doing research, and it really started with a man named Bill who walked into my office, and he wanted to command a bigger presence. He wanted to sound more confident. Mm. And he walked into my office and I said, Bill, I'm Tracy. It's great to meet you. And in this teeny tiny voice, he said, hi, it's nice to meet you. (laughs) And I thought, I said to him, I said, Bill, do you have siblings? And he said, I have six older sisters. (laughs) And in that moment, the obsession began because it was what the sister said to him, Bill, you're too loud, Bill. The subconscious took that in mm. and little by little adjusted how Bill would use his voice the rest of his life. Wow, that's amazing. It's like, so, yeah, so the way that you hold your face affects the accent that you have. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Um, okay, so from there... Um, what got you into um, doing where you're at now, the position that you're at in your business and like helping? So you're helping, you help, like you went from actors to like online entrepreneurs and business owners? So I started with actors and then I worked in New York for years. I taught at Mike Nichols School and I started working with professionals in companies, jewelry distributors marketing people that would run big marketing agencies. So people that were in companies Mm. is actually what I moved to next. 
And I kept, and I was big into research. I was researching all of this to put it together. It hadn't been put together yet. And so from professionals, we used to do Skype. We used to, before Zoom and Riverside and all these things happened, we did Skype Mm. and I would start to work with people all over the world and I was chasing patterns and I was creating psychology of the voice. And then it was about that time that I started working with entrepreneurs. And then that moved into even Supreme Court justices, television shows out in LA, and I kept swinging back to entrepreneurs. That's really, and that's where I am now, but it was this big progression through all different walks of life because no one is maximizing their voice. Mm. So it was, everybody could benefit from the psychology of the voice. Mm. So if you've got someone who's listened to this right now going, okay, well, I'm okay with my accent, um, but how they might be like, well, how can I use my voice to make my content more engaging? How can I use my voice to connect more with my audience or coach my clients better or present well? How's this all come into play? So today we don't take dialects away anymore. Thank goodness. That's what we used to do 30 years ago. And now we understand that that's a huge part of who you are. Mm. And so it's really so much bigger than that. And so much more exciting than that. To me, that is, that is just what it is. Like you have brown hair or brown eyes, you have a certain dialect. Mm-hmm. But what people don't realize is that there's a lot of sounds that are misrepresenting them. In fact, many of the things that we do are creating sounds that don't represent us. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of examples. Let's say we focus on the words. And a lot of entrepreneurs focus on getting the words right. If I get the words right, then they'll buy. If I get the words right, then they'll listen to my content. And I'll never say that's not a part of it. But what if I get the words right and I have a real hesitation in my voice because I'm thinking that maybe you're not interested in buying from me? Mm. What just happened? Mm. It's like you've got no tone. No. No. And so we've spent this entire lifetime learning these habits like read the room, get the words right, make Mm. them like you. And really and truly, the sounds that are coming out of us for the most part, well, I hear seven layers of sound. And there are six blocking layers of sound that misrepresent us because we're doing the wrong things. One is as simple as, and this is where it starts, we aren't in the present. We are in the past thinking about, oh, there was that time I got that hate comment on my Instagram post and, and I don't want that to happen again. So I better, I better temper down and, and really play it safe. Or then we catapult into the future worrying about judgment or maybe, and this is where it all starts, like the man Bill, I've got voice stories that are saying, who do you think you are? Children are to be seen and not heard. Hey, you're bothering oh, yeah, them. That one. Yep. What what made you such a big deal? Mm. Right? Yep. And all of that drives all of that drives sound that comes out and the subconscious of the listener is assessing sounds the size of a grain of sand. And so we can think we're we can even think we're being authentic, but we've got all these protections in place around perfectionism and getting it right and justifying our entire existence. 
So really, we have to start inside. Isn't everything an inside job, right? Everything goes back to what is the noise in your head? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Um, So if um, someone's like, well, how do I know if I've got all this stuff on the inside going on? Like, how can I determine if I've got these blockages holding back, really projecting my true authentic voice? Because what, what you said there is interesting. You may think that you're being authentic. You might think that you're um, sharing your authentic voice. But there's a good chance that you, you're not. There's these blocks going on, for whether it's through stories that you've been told through your siblings or your parents or any other life experiences. Um, whether it's that hateful comment. Like, how do you actually go, okay, sweet, I've got these things holding me back? You hear the noise. If you hear noise running in your head, you are hearing your subconscious trying to limit your voice. Your subconscious wants to keep you safe at all cost. And so the, so the, sorry, I, the, the dog barks. I don't know if you heard her. Did, yeah, did you it, hear her? I, the doggy's barking. The doggy's saying, is someone rocking up? Is there? Is there someone coming to your house? Yeah. Do you want me to make her, do you want me to put no, her no, no, no. in a so room where you can't hear her? By the way, rocking up. Have you heard that before? Okay. That's okay. Australian slang for arriving. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. There was a period, there was a period of time where I had, I was working with a ton of Australians mm-hmm. and they would, they would say things to me, Luke, like, well, what if I rock up with a chook? <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know what that means, yeah. but rock up with a chook. <laughs> I didn't even know what that means. So I love I it. Mean, oh, but, okay. I get the rock up. So as in come to, you're having a dinner or something and then they're going to bring some chicken. <laughs> yeah, Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Chicken. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs> I'm like, for weeks, I'm just smi- just smiling and nodding and going, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> but, but if you have noise in your head, if you have fear, if you're thinking about the words, if you're thinking about what we might be thinking about, which is classic, we go to deciding what people are thinking or we're deciding that they're not going to buy or deciding that we're bothering them or deciding that we don't know enough. Everybody's got some kind of noise in their head, some kind of, is it good enough? Mm. And that's your first clue of what we have to take on because there are sounds connected to every single thing that goes on inside of you. And most of them, until we uncover them and eradicate them, and the voice habit that goes with them, then you're not really revealing you. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the three steps to get to 10K a month as a coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode what would you say to someone whether like they've identified that all right i got this voice inside my head which um i mean we've all got it 100 i mean i i remember i um i remember i was in a, a seminar years ago and kind of i was i was um my my one of my big mentors someone i looked up to was speaking 
very successful. And uh, he said, he goes, no matter how successful you get, the doubts never go away. The voice of doubts telling you that you're not good enough never goes. So if you're sitting there right now, then that voice is quite loud and you're thinking, okay, as soon as I become successful, it's going to quieten down and go. It's always just sitting there whispering. There's times where it's loud, there's times where it's quiet, but it's always going to be there. So, yeah, what would you say to someone who's got that voice, and we've all got it, but maybe it's really loud for them, yeah? What would you say to them? What's some steps they can do to quieten it a little bit? And also, yeah. and also, do you agree with what master- I just said, by the way? Do you agree with what I said? Do you disagree? I agree 100%, and I think that there are layers Always, I can work with somebody and get them to a point vocally, and then they go through a divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? There's new noise. There's new sounds. Mm. I don't think it ever ends because the voice is the representative of who we are. It is the representative of our identity. And that's what the magic is later down the tracks. We can talk about what true authenticity is, is you're going to hear all the shades of me. So I agree 100% because the subconscious in relation to voice, is always going to make you believe you need to stop talking. Yeah. You need to tone it down. And, and maybe even make you believe you're being expressive and you're not. Mm-hmm. Make you believe that nobody, you know, all of this. So I agree 100%. And the key, your voice will only work when you are in the now. You do not have voice power. You do not, you cannot express the shades of you if you are in the past or the future, which is all the noise. So the first mastery is I have to really learn to have a way to redirect out of that noise fast. And I like to come up with a phrase, not a, not a mantra, not an affirmation, but the minute I start thinking, I don't know if Luke thinks I'm doing a good job. Well, that just pulled me out of this interview, so I have to quickly go to my go-to thought, which is, everything's working out, and now I'm back in the conversation with you, and now I'm back in the conversation with you, because honestly, I don't know what you're thinking. I can Mm -hmm. read your face, or I can think I can, Mm -hmm. but this is a huge mistake I see entrepreneurs make in sales calls. They decide they're not going to buy. They look at their face and they go, ooh, they don't like me. And maybe they're thinking, i got to find the money to work with him. <laughs> so we have to master being in the now. Isn't that hilarious? Where you've got the, just like that example, the salesperson's thinking, gee, uh, they ain't going to buy, they ain't going to buy. And the, the buyer's thinking, gee, i got to figure out how I'm going to find the money. So they're both thinking kind of like opposite things. Hilarious. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like, so basically what you're saying there is if we're thinking thoughts that are either in the past or the future, you're not being present, it ultimately makes you say the wrong things, take the wrong action, or kind like ultimately steer you down the wrong path. Because if I'm sitting there, like the, the example that you used, if you're sitting there and I'll do it from my point of view. If I'm the podcast host and I'm thinking, oh, gee, I'm, I'm doing a terrible job here. I wonder what Tracy's thinking of me right now. Because I'm thinking that I'm not present in the moment listening to you, so then I'm not going to come up with the best questions and ultimately the whole, the whole interview 
which could have been unbelievably amazing. It was dampened a little bit because I'm sitting there being a little bit insecure, thinking, okay, gee, how am I doing with this interview as opposed to just everything's working out. So that's your thing. Everything's working out. And you just bring it back. Yeah. Bring yeah, it back. Cool. Bring it back. Mm. And so, yes, everything you, everything you said, but then there's an even more important layer. Mm-hmm. And I'll use you for an example if that's okay. Yeah. So you have a, a beautifully full of vocal energy voice. Mm-hmm. This is who you are. Yep. I've received messages from you. You are this, you're expressive. So, yeah, all that thought stuff happens. But as that thought stuff is happening, not only in addition to the words, but in those thoughts that say, Tracy may not be thinking I'm doing a good job, your subconscious is putting in your muscle memory in a voice habit, pull it back, pull it back, tone it down, tone it down, tone it down, don't be so expressive because you're going to be judged. She already doesn't like you. And yeah. now you're jumping through the screen at her and, and she's gets pull it down, pull it down. Mm. And then you become no longer interesting, vibrant Luke. Yep. You become banana, 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 Luke. Oh, that so makes sense. So makes, and I'm thinking for me personally right now. And, you know, you listening to this, I want you to think exactly what Tracy said there. When you think about an example where whether you've been speaking to anyone, whether it's one individual, five people, a group of 20 or 100, think about when you've thought those thoughts of, okay, mm, these people maybe aren't impressed with me, they're not liking me, I'm not doing a good job, and then exactly that's what happens. You go from being this fully expressive version of yourself, which is your power, to this little constricted thing where it's like, oh, I'm putting the mask on, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to rattle the boat, I'm not going to ruffle anyone's feathers, yeah? And you're just going to this little version where you're trying to be... Is it, is it that you're trying to be liked by everyone? Is that what it is? If I don't show, you know, if I play it safe, then I'm, well, not, if I'm not rocking the boat, so it's more like there's less likely chance that people are not going to like me. It's like, is that, what it's, is that what we're doing? Well, it, you know, it's a rubber band ball, and, and I think that there is a pulling back playing small so that we become invisible to judgment because if I'm already thinking you don't like me and then I fully express myself then I'm running the risk of more judgment where you go gosh she's dramatic okay Mm -hmm. but now what you're talking about is what I call a voice mask and uh, and this is where we really can talk about repelling potential customers Mm -hmm. if I don't know what you're thinking about me, and I have those people-pleaser tendencies, I'm going to neutralize and just be cool because I don't know what you want me to be, and you might think I'm too expressive. Or, even worse, if I'm a needing to prover, I might get a little like this to show you I know what I'm talking about. So you make sure you know that I know about voice. Mm -hmm. And both our repellents mm, both mm. are not who we really are. Yeah. Yeah, this is interesting because um one thing that ultimately that well we 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 know now with social media and with us creating content which is just such a big thing of the success of our business, you know, our content's the gateway to us signing more clients. It's not about being an expert anymore, you know. 
10 years ago, if you were great at what you did, yes, it was, yeah, you could put out some content and talk about your craft and be great at it and that would be enough to get your clients and grow business but because um, your market now has so much choice when it comes to coaches because you're not the only coach in the niche now. They've got hundreds and thousands of people to select from so now it's not only do you have to be great at your craft you've actually got to really show yourself because that's the thing that gets people's attention we're in this world where we're so scared to be ourselves that when we finally find someone come across someone who's authentic and showing who they truly are this is what i see it as tracy is that because we ourselves just want to be our authentic selves when we see someone who's being authentic we're attracted to them we're drawn to them because we want that for them for ourselves so i'm just like i'm loving all this here because it it, it's the underlying of everything in our coaching business which is hey you've got to let your true self out you've got to let your authentic self out that's where your power is that's where people will be drawn to you right and it's like we're we're finding out what's happening behind the scene because I, I I haven't really I haven't heard it explained like this before. And when I heard you when I when I heard you speak at BBD Live, I just loved how you talked about what's going on behind the voice to stop us from being our authentic self. Because I think a lot of the time we hear, "Be your authentic self," and it's like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll be my authentic self, but we're not understanding what exactly is going on here. Um, okay, cool. So we've got like this awareness of what's actually happening now. Um, and we've got someone listening to this and like, okay, Tracy, I'm, I get it. I really want my business to grow. I've got this vision and I've been held back a lot of my life. I'm so sick of playing small, so sick of letting people's judgment keep me quiet how do, what, what would you do, Tracy? How do you get someone to like almost start breaking out of their shell so they can really let that voice out? Well, definitely it starts with getting out of the noise. We have to eradicate the noise. We have to get out of the noise. But one of the things that we can plug in next is we, we get a lot of different information and we have a lot of different thoughts where we think, okay, I need to talk to the masses. I need to make sure I get all the things right and, and know all the things and, and talk. And we end up talking at people. So one of the fastest ways to start moving, and I can give you a couple of things, but one of the fastest ways to start moving us into that real voice is to always, I don't care who you're talking to, sales call, video, in this moment, in my mind's eye, I'm always talking to Bill and Judy at the kitchen table. <laughs> because when I'm with Bill and Judy at the kitchen table, I show up as myself. Yeah. There's no judgment with them. Mm. Yeah, I get that. So the, the just so we know what the Bill and Judy at the kitchen table is, it's it's like a lot of the time we have that professional voice, right? So we're at, we're at home and we're, you know, the way that we're <sighs> around our family and this is how we speak. Um, hey, babe. Can you get me some? Yeah. Can you get me some chicken? Can you get me a? Can you get me a drink? Hey, baby, uh, I'm going out to the shops. And then you get on the phone, and you're like, "Hey, Bill, how are you today? 
Yes, Luke here from uh, CKY Chicken totally. Supplies. So that's what the Bill and Judy thing, it's like you're speaking at the kitchen table just like you're chatting to your mates type thing, um, just the everyday person. So that's what we're getting Abs- at. Yeah. That's a good one. Absolutely. And, you know, I know there's a lot of different theories, and I could think about an ideal client, but I want to think about my people that I do my fullest expression to. Mm. When I'm with Bill and Judy at the kitchen table, I'm going to go, Bill, why don't you ever bring Judy any coffee? Now, that's real different than, Bill, I need to know why you didn't bring Judy any coffee today. Because, and that's what we do. We go into this, I've got to teach you some things tonight, Luke. I'd like to share some things with your listeners. Okay, we don't, there's no connection. You can literally feel it Mm. when I go into that voice. Now you don't get in. Now it may be beautiful and slick, but you don't have a clue who I am. Mm. (laughs) I love that example. So cool. Uh, So, um... You might have kind of answered that there. I was um, I was thinking around that, you know, when I jump on a um, because we've got and I I, I I did a Tony Robbins seminar years and years ago, and they were saying how um, you know everyone's got multiple personalities. Which when I heard that, I'm like, all right, I'm not insane, I'm not crazy, because I'm like I have, you know, I'm a, I'm an extrovert, but I'm an introvert. I love being around people. I hate being around people. I love being by myself. Um, sometimes I'm loud. Sometimes I'm quiet. And it's like I've got these certain personalities. I've got strange, conflicting interests. I've got interests where you just don't pull people together. So, for example, let's just say that you're into sports, and that means there's a good chance you might like football and cricket or something like that. So I've got interests that are like usually don't go together um so when i heard that i'm like all right maybe i'm not an alien um so what was i getting at the point here i think around about how to talk so for example like the way that i'm talking now i would say that this is my it's more my enthusiastic tone now if i'm sitting next to my wife in bed and it's 1am like even last night when we woke up at 2am and we had to give our our son some uh like kind of what do you call it i wouldn't panadol which is an australian thing this helps with with fever um i wasn't like oh awesome babe will you sit down um yeah i'll i'll hold him i was tired so i was just like yeah all right sweet let's do it so do you call, and I'm curious here, do you call me this, what I'm doing here, which is my enthusiastic tone, is it real or am I kind of putting it on? Because look, I've come from, you know, I was a salesperson for, for a big part of my life, Tracy, and I, I went through all that sales, you know, I was a real estate agent when I was 18, 19, 20, and I, I went through all that, that, you know, I'm a real estate agent type persona, which is so fake. Um, and Maybe I've still got parts of it in me. Like, what do you see in regards to how I'm talking? Is it is what I'm doing authentic and natural or is it a little bit kind of put on, knowing that, you know, I've just explained that I've got these kind of different ways that I talk and different personalities? So this is really the secret sauce of the whole thing. And you probably, this is what I talked a lot about in that BBD Live talk. Mm. And this is the game changer. 
Now, what you're asking about, is it put on? Let me first address that you're talking about vocal energy. Mm-hmm. Vocal yeah. energy is different than all the shades of authenticity. And that's the secret sauce, which I'll tell you about in just a minute. Mm-hmm. But you're just tapping in to your best vocal energy. This is the best vocal energy. When, when I'm tired later tonight, my vocal energy is going to drop down a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited to be here. I, it, I don't even think about it as on because on becomes on. On becomes on, Mm. and now it's totally different. But I'm just tapped into (laughs) my vocal energy. Now, that vocal energy will not change when I talk about something that's heavier. My vocal energy is the same. And this is where I see coaches hold back the most. Mm -hmm. We don't want to play all the shades of who we are. I was coaching a group one time and they were talking about their pain points of their clients and their frustration and they were delivering it like, yeah, and when you do this, you're probably frustrated. And I said, hold on a minute. Are they frustrated? And they said, oh my gosh, Tracy, they're so frustrated. And I said, the only way they're going to subconsciously know that you are their person and that you get them is if they hear their experience in your voice. So we could tell a story about your son and and you and your wife were up all night and we could stay on that note. Let's say you're a parenting coach and you basically stay on the same note. Well, I don't think you get me because it is exhausting and frustrating and and I can't stand it when my child is suffering, Luke, and I don't hear that in you. Mm. And we don't want to play those shades. That's so good. We don't want to play those shades. That's so good. And this is where the ideal client walks away because, and this was a big research study I did, yep. the ideal client is seeking sounds that represent, they don't want to be judged by you. They want to know you get them and that you have walked the same path as them. And so we hold back all these sounds that the world said, oh, don't ever express frustration. Oh, you can't do grief. I worked with a woman who was a grief. She taught grief, but she couldn't just reveal grief. She had to reveal the hope that was on the other side because she was there and she was going to be the guide to get the people there. Yeah. So you're going to take all those shades of all those personalities of you and you're going to use them in alignment with what you're talking about. It's like I started today and I said, I'm so excited to be here. I didn't say, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Makes yeah, sense. That, that is so good. That is so much gold there. Um, I love it when I do a podcast and I get learnings. That's huge. And I, 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 I am playing the, sa- the shades of who we are and... You know, our, our target market, they're seeking... This is what I love. They're seeking sounds that they connect to. So, you know, if you're a mum coach and, you know, you're helping out mums who are struggling with just the challenges of raising kids and then you're jumping on, your messaging might be right. Hey, if you're a mum... So you jump on and, and you, do a, you do a story and you're like, hey, attention mums. You know, if you're struggling with your kids, you've just had a, a kid, you know, you go in the newborn phase and the challenge is like, get it. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, you, you're losing sleep. Things are chaotic. Things are rocky with your partner. 
Well, uh, I've got this awesome program that can help you out. Eight-week program that's going to teach you how to become a healthy, healthy, happy, thriving mama. OMG. So that's like the sweet mess. The messaging might be right, but these mums that are struggling with the challenges of having a newborn, like they're so defeated. And like, I, you know, I'm just, I'm compicturing my wife and what she's gone through and, and myself included, but my wife cops it a lot more. And man, it's a tough time when you have a kid, like you're losing sleep. And, you know, we've been going through the last few months where he's at daycare now and he's, he's sick all the time. My wife broke down yesterday because she's just like, I just feel like no matter what I do, I'm just like, I can't beat this thing am i doing the right thing am i feeding him in the right food and people say give them probiotics others don't just feel like no matter what i do i'm just failing and it's oh i love that it's such a big difference between yeah messaging you can have the right words but if you're not using the right voice your target market they're seeking sounds that they connect to so if your target market is defeated, you deliver your voice, deliver your message in a defeated tone. You've got to actually connect to them in that way. Oh, that is a showstopper. That is a showstopper, Tracy. It's, it really is. It's the secret yeah. sauce. It's, it truly is the secret sauce. And, and through a sales pitch... Mm-hmm. Or a launch, you're going to have all kinds of shades. I'm going to be crazy mad at one minute, and I'm going to be exhausted at another. And then your, and I'm talking about the people that are yours. They're already looking at your content. They're already liking your copy, but they're going, man, I don't know. Well, you know what? It's because they didn't hear their sounds yet. Because you're worried about crossing a line, or getting it right, or being perfect, or what about? This is the this is the showstopper right yep. here. You're worried about their judgment and what they hear in their voice is assuring them that you will judge them. Can you say that again? They Can move on. Can you say on. that again? And so if okay, so let, I love the example mm-hmm. that you gave. So let's say it's the moms, if you're defeated, I've got the solution for you. I'm going to tell you exactly how that's processed in the subconscious of that mom that is defeated. Mm-hmm. I can't hire her. She's Perfect and will judge me. Mm. Wow. So true. That's awesome. I love it. I'm so excited. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. Do you know what? I'm just like, from this, I'm like, <laughs> I am, I'm going to be playing more shades of who I am. Because yeah, do you know what I get? I get, um, this is what goes through my mind, Tracy. And, and I feel that I get a lot of comments that, hey, Luke, I love you so authentic. And it's like, I've, I've, I've put a lot of work in to let more of myself out and just from you know being online and um sharing the world and giving them insight into my life over the last five years huge difference if you go back and look at my stuff five years ago oh my gosh i'm a different person and yeah i'm, I'm i remember i was i was uh, i was self-conscious of my accent my australian accent 
and I'm from like a bit of a rough, mm. a roughish area. So I toned down my speaking, Tracy. <laughs> so I and I was really so I thought the Americans aren't going to like me. But then I found out that a lot of people like my accent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the right people do or the wrong people don't. Um, but yeah, I've made a lot of progress over the years. And I, 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 I would say that um, I do share a lot of truth in what I do. I share the good times and the bad times. Um, but what I tend to do, I'm just thinking back, what I'm inconsistent with is that I think when I'm sharing the bad times and this is what i've got a big breakthrough here tracy is that i'm like yeah luke and i i put this message out don't just share the good times because that's what not life's about you have good times and bad times but when i share the bad times i think a lot of the time tracy i share it at bad times in like my tone and voice that it's all good does that make sense mm-hmm. so i'm like disconnecting I'm sure. from the yeah. yeah, I'm I'm like saying the words, but I'm disconnecting from the truth and the feeling of it all, which is that's a that's a big breakthrough. So that's a major. That's what I'm taking out of this, which is so cool. Um, did you have Did you have anything else that you wanted to kind of touch on with this episode? I'm, I'm just like loving where it's at, and I'm sure anyone listening to this is also loving it. Is there anything that we haven't really covered that year and obviously this is such a huge subject i know it, it's like it's okay we've been speaking for half an hour here but is there something where you just want to pop it in or something we haven't mentioned you know it is it's such a it is a, i call it a rubber band ball there are layers and shades and layers and more layers and all these nuances and what's been done internally and then what's been left in the voice what's in the muscle memory there's just so much to it but I think that the if I, were, if I were going to say anything else, what I really want the listeners to understand is exactly what we've been talking about. You can have the most perfect messaging. You can have the, the best funnel on earth. But if I am averse to what I hear in your voice, I will not make it to the funnel. <laughs> so I really want people to understand that it is their identity. It is, it is really a powerful tool and so if all the other things aren't working and you haven't even thought about your voice, that's the first place you want to look. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, that just made me giggle about the, uh, <laughs> they won't even make it to the funnel. Funny stuff because it's so true. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on. Anyone listening to this that wants to check you out and um, if you're listening to this, just check, check out Tracy. Go follow her. Go send her a message and say hello. Um, where can they find you, Tracy? CaptivateTheRoom.com is my website and then everywhere on social media, I'm Captivate The Room except LinkedIn. I'm at Tracy A. Goodwin over there. And yeah, definitely stop by and say hey. Woohoo. So... Message um, Tracy over on a lot of people listening to this. Tracy will be from Instagram. So go shoot Tracy a DM and let her know the biggest thing that you've learned from this conversation. Tracy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I feel honored and blessed that I got to have this chat with you this morning or your afternoon. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation. I appreciate you inviting me on. 
Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.